Welcome to the I Give a F1 podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Lynette. And we're here to talk about the latest news in Formula One. So hi, Allison. How are you doing? How have you been this past week since our last upload? Hey, Lynette. Oh, I've been so busy. Uh, I think I actually didn't mention the last time that I have two twin boys and they are three and I think five months, three and five months. So they're very active mm-hmm. and they love cars. So I meant to say this actually last time. My kids grew up watching, well, grew up, they're only three, but like <laughs> seven months old when we first started watching. And on the weekends, we would set them up in their high chairs and we would watch the races on Sunday mornings in their high chairs while they were eating breakfast. <laughs> and it's so funny because like, I'm such an idiot. I ask myself all the time, why are my kids so obsessed with cars? <laughs> Hello, it's my own doing. Like, I know, I- right? <laughs> and you have a podcast about cars. I mean, it's meant I to, know. Meant to I happen. Know. Yeah, it was That's just funny great. because they're like so obsessed with Monster Jam too. Like mm-hmm. it's racing or monster trucks. So we've been to Monster Jam before and I, I was just like, we got to go again. We got to do it again this time because last time they were so young and we actually did not bring headphones. So that got me thinking, like, I really want to give y'all my my tips, like my top tips for going to Monster Jam if you have any kids (laughs) that want to go. So here are my three tips. One, buy club section tickets. And the reason why is because if you have kids with really sensitive ears, they can go inside the club section. If you know, the headphones aren't working good enough for mm-hmm. you. That's you. Nice. And then it gives them a little break. Yeah, exactly. Um, our kids actually were like running around in the club section with their little friends from school and just made made a whole other activity out of it by being in the club <laughs> section, which is nice. Two, bring snacks because uh, they, you can literally bring anything to Monster Jam. You can bring water, umbrellas, food, whatever. It's not like a Texans game. So bring snacks because the lines are super long. And then also, obviously, headphones. Yeah. Got to bring your headphones because mm-hmm. uh, it was super loud. But, yeah, we, we had so much fun. We watched Gravedigger is one of their favorites. And then we also watched Son of a Digger. I think that's a newer one. But they were obsessed with the newest monster truck, which is the dinosaur monster truck, obviously. And so. what's the difference between those, the three? So they just, they all have different drivers and they go through different competitions. So like each car or each, sorry, each monster truck will do like races around the track. It's a very small track. Well, at least it looks small because they're so big, <laughs> but it's, they do a race section and then they do a trick section. So they do like really cool like tricks and they go like, you know, on their side wheels. Oh, okay. And then they like go up and. I don't know. Anyway, I'm <laughs> I'm still learning. <laughs> um, so did that, and then I also watched Breakpoint, and then I watched or I listened to the Lewis Hamilton podcast with Jay Shetty. Have you heard of Jay Shetty? Actually, just last week I heard of him, okay. but I don't know very much about him. I so, did take a look at that podcast because you sent it to me, so yeah. I kind of skipped through some parts and got to listen to a little bit. Um, but I didn't yeah. listen to the whole thing. So 
Yeah. I, well, I listened to the whole thing. It wasn't a lot of new information, I feel. I mean, we know a lot about Lewis Hamilton yes. out of the <laughs> 30 years of racing. But yeah, he he did a really good job. He also said it was his first podcast to ever do, which mm. I found really interesting that he chose to do Jay Shetty. It follows along with his brand, I think, a lot because his brand is very like positivity and yeah I saw that that's what he's about mostly Jay Shetty yeah like life purpose and Mm -hmm. all that stuff which I I really found to be you know inspiring that's kind of what he is he's he's more than just a race car driver but um yeah so that was cool and then I also watched Breakpoint which uh I think I had mentioned last time that I thought that was really interesting that Netflix also came out with the Breakpoint Oh, that's uh, the tennis, tennis one, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. How did it compare to Drive to Survive? Oh, my god! Because you follow tennis already, right? I no? So I used to play tennis in high school, and that I followed very closely back then. But it's been years since I've really been that interested in it. And I think it's because you know, when you have the same people winning, the same three people, it's like mm-hmm. Djokovic, Nadal, and Federer. Yeah. Like, you know, what's even the point of like watching this? Because I just feel like they're always going to be the ones that are winning, either either three, one of the three of them. So watching the documentary was, I don't want to say it was more it wasn't as good as Drive to Survive, but it wasn't as good as Drive to Survive. <laughs> I think it's missing a lot that Drive to Survive gives. And uh, a lot of that probably has to do with the tennis players, their their inability to be able to like win any Grand Slams. And that's because, you know, you have like your top three players that are always winning. And so you have all of these losers every, well, that's what they say. They say, you know, most weeks you're just a loser and you go home thinking that you're just a loser and you're just, what are you doing? Like playing all of these matches for nothing. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was lacking a bit of the personal life aspect and like the culture of tennis. Um, and for me, it just wasn't hitting, hitting the mark. It also stopped like mid season, which I found to be so annoying. It was, (laughs) they're saying, Oh, like second part two is coming in June. I'm like, June. I have to wait till June. Yeah. Second part. (laughs) It's bad enough. You have to wait already for in between seasons. Yeah. Let alone the second part while the season is still going on. Yeah, exactly. In the show. Yeah. So I was just like, no, I'm good. Like, I mean, will I watch it? Yeah, probably because I always feel like I have to have content on my plate to watch. <laughs> so I'll probably watch it, but uh, I'll report back on part two if I if I watch it. So uh, what, what have you been up to since we last talked? Well, let's see. I watched the Race of Champions this weekend, which I had never seen before. So that yeah. was kind of fun to watch. It was in Sweden and it was on snow and ice, which... I thought was really cool. They usually do it different areas, right? So there's like the, you know, depending on the location, it depends on the track. And they showed some clips and I was like, oh, the snow and ice looks 
definitely way funner than, you know, just a regular track or like the dirt tracks and stuff like that. So that was one of the reasons why I wanted to see it. And then we also had Valtteri Bottas participating in there. We had Sebastian yeah. Vettel and Mick Schumacher. So, you know, I had to watch uh, to see them. How did see they how do? They did. So Mick did really, really well. He actually got second and he was really quick, like throughout all of the races. So they do like little races. They, they put them in pairs and then they compete against each other. Like, is, and I think it's, is it based on country? Yeah. So the, on Saturday it's based off the country. So it was him and battle together. And then on Sunday, it's just everybody on their own. So it's like the ch- champions of champions, something like that. Okay. Yeah. So on Sunday, Mick did really well. He pretty much only had one major mistake, but it didn't affect like him moving forward onto the next round. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. They had different cars. They had an electric car. They had the Polaris Razor, which I don't know if you've ever driven one of those. I've done those like in the sand dunes and the dirt. What? And that's really fun. I was like, oh my gosh, that looks even funner on the snow because they're just like sliding around and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I need to try that one day. <laughs> and then they had this, let's see, they had a Cupra and uh, like another racing concept car, a Zeroid X1 super light car. And then they have a FC1X, which was all electric. And this one actually is faster than a Ferrari going off the line. Whoa. So it was really interesting to see like how fast they go on that ice. And they're just like jumping over the snow and like flying through the air. It was really cool. <laughs> that is so cool. Wait, I wonder how dangerous that is. <laughs> I know, right? And then in some of them, they had a passenger, which was just like a fan. They would weigh them. So so all the cars were equal, right? So Right. And then they had somebody else in the passenger seat. They would weigh them so that it would be exactly the same weight, you know, so that there's no differences. And I'm just like, that person, if I was me, I'd be like, ah. Like screaming in there, but it looks like so much fun. <laughs> so I heard that they all race the same car, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So they switch up the cars, but when they do it, they all race the same car. So okay. they have, so like on Saturday, they had three different cars that they would race so that each driver would do, or each uh, country would do four, like four races against the other country. And then on Sunday, it was three. So each individual person did three. So obviously, two out of one um, right. would move forward. So but yeah, so each time it would be the same car. So where did uh, Valtteri end up? Oh, well, he didn't do very good. <laughs> they, the, um, they got kicked out on Saturday on the first round, and then he also got knocked out on the first round. And he was, he was driving so, with Mika Heikkinen. yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, That's so they so didn't cool. do very good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's cool how they get representation, like so many yeah. Formula One drivers. And mm-hmm. Formula yeah, and you have that. drivers from like different, you had um, the W Series, you had, oh, you had that, you had rally drivers, like you have, you know, drivers yeah. from like all different forms of racing. So, yeah, I heard, I read something really interesting about the race of champions that sim drivers oh yes doing so So, well yeah and so one of the things that I didn't like on Saturday for the nation's cup was that they had the e-series they they called it e-rock I'm like well that doesn't really (laughs) I feel like they're like making their own little nation here by having them 
beyond that. And I feel like, okay, they can compete on Sunday, like the individual races, but I thought it was kind of strange that they would include them in like the nation's cup. They had that. And then they also had just like a combined, like two other guys that they just put them together. So that was kind of weird. I thought. Yeah. Well, I, I was reading something that was saying like, oh, this proves that sim drivers are just as good as real drivers Mm -hmm. or drivers that actually are out there driving cars, you know, in reality. Yeah. And I was a little bit confused. I was like, no way. Because they did pretty good. And I was like, no way that these like gamers are beating like these professional race car drivers. But they did say that um, a lot of them did have some kind of racing background, like not on you know, online. So, and of course they don't tell you that. On yeah. <laughs> your regular articles that you find on Google. Right. They're just like this person, you know, be sim drivers, one champion. Yeah. real drivers <laughs> like, shows how sim drivers should be formula one. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get it. Uh, that's interesting that they actually did not. Cause what I was reading was the, giving the impression that these sim drivers had never had any experience mm-hmm. driving driving real cars so yeah and then not only that but on snow and ice like (laughs) yeah yeah exactly like if that's the case then you need to get off the computer and go and actually race and I think you could go far then (laughs) yeah that's the case (laughs) but yeah it looked it looked really fun it was like just a relaxing you know how do you watch it so it was on Hulu I think yeah no um yeah no, it wasn't on Hulu. It was on Fubo. And then you Fubo. have to, yeah. Okay. And then you, they have a channel there and that channel is all about motorsports. So. Okay. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Everything that they have on there is um, motorsport related. Oh, that's really neat. I'm going to have to start watching it. Fubo yeah. TV. How yeah. much is that subscription? <laughs> I don't know. We got it actually just for this because I wanted to watch <laughs> it. So. I was wondering like how much we actually spend on our subscriptions every month. And I think the other day I saw it was like $200. Yeah, I can, I can only Don't tell my husband. (laughs) All for, and it's usually like, oh, you watch one thing on there and then go to another one and another one. That's how they get you. Which one do you listen to or do you watch least out of all the streaming services? Probably Amazon Prime. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We have like all of our movies that we own are on Amazon Prime. Right. <laughs> Not just that. Like I watch Heart of Dixie, like nobody's business, and they have the entire like five seasons on there. <laughs> Random <Yeah>. fact. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely more Netflix and YouTube. Watchers. Okay. Yeah. We're so I I definitely Netflix, Amazon Prime. I don't watch Hulu. Like yeah, hardly no. at all. I don't even think I have Hulu. I think we were just – I had seen that it was go- going to be shown on Hulu, but we couldn't even figure it out on there. So we just did the Fubo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like I need to go through all mine and figure out <laughs> which ones I need to. Figure. As soon as you cancel, there's going to be a new show and they're like, it's on this channel. <laughs> Subscribe now. I know. Well, it seems like you had a good weekend. Anything else? Um, Not really. That's about yeah. it. It was a pretty, you know, calm, lazy weekend. Cold yeah. and rainy out, so yeah, nice. lots of sports on TV. We watch oh yeah, that and it's supposed to of- rain like all week here. So oh yeah, more of nothing to do, unfortunately. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so 
So do we want to go ahead and get into our news yes, for the week? Let's go. All right. So watching this race of champions, it's, you know, kind of fun to see actual Formula One drivers competing in there. I think it's a really good way to, you know, tra- like keep up that racing and that training. And so I've been seeing a lot of the guys posting what they've been doing for their training. And I see that Fernando Alonso and Charles were up in the Dolomites skiing or like, you know, doing some kind of ski training, not actually skiing. I think it was more like cross country skiing type, which Mm -hmm. that's just that looked crazy to me, but I know that looks intense. Like I would never, (laughs) never be able to do something like that. Why did they do that? Do you think? I mean, other than like the altitude, I'm just, I don't understand. Like these guys are, you know, you know, you always hear about like, oh, racing car drivers or racing drivers aren't athletes. I'm like, no, these guys are athletes and they're like extreme athletes. You know, I don't see baseball players like going up to the top of the Dolomites and doing all kinds of these crazy things, climbing. And I think he even like um, was climbing like on ice, like mountain climbing through the ice. Like ice picks. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just crazy. Um, I know. But I, you know what my favorite training video off, off season training video was George Russell. Oh yeah. He's, he's like, um, yeah, he's like on modeling, but let me, you know, (laughs) (laughs) let me make it look like I'm training. Yeah. He was like on the beach, like doing like pushups in the sand and doing like a casual jog. I'm like, looks like you're really, yeah. I would have loved to like been behind the scenes and like, it's probably like, okay, just jog from here to here real quick. And then, you know, let's get this video over it. And then we can go back to relaxing and, and hanging out. That's what it looked like to me. I thought that I was know. really funny. It looks like his his girlfriend probably was. Yeah. Was, and then uh, all the other guys are it. like at the gym, like, you know, sweating yeah. it out. Um, I think I find it funny, like Carlos Sainz workout regimen, because it seems like he lifts weights, but I feel like I never see him get any bigger. Right. <laughs> I'm like, he's doing so many squats, like, <laughs> but I feel like his legs are just skinny mini. Right. I, I don't know. know. That's they're me. All, but Yeah. They're all so skinny, but I mean, obviously strong athletes. <laughs> we, yeah. we even had a uh, total wolf joining in on the action. I saw that. That was yeah. <laughs> um, training with the box. I like seeing is their neck exercises, like the resistance yes. for the neck and the reflexes. I'm like, I'll do the reflexes, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Have you Um, ever tried, like, have you seen them when they hold the balls in, like, a tennis ball in each hand and then they drop it and try to catch it? Yeah. Have you tried that? Yes. No, I I haven't. Is it really hard? Yes. Is it? (laughs) I saw the Alonzo, like, tap in the lights Mm -hmm. or whatever, like, on the side of the screen, which I thought that was – that's cool. I guess that tests reflexes. But, no, I haven't done the tennis ball. Yeah. You need to try it. I've tried it a couple times and I've I've never been able to catch it. So how about we try it? We put a reel on our Instagram. Yeah. We can each try it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That sounds good. That sounds fun. We need more content for our I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It'll be Um, us training. We'll be showing our training. Yeah. What did you what did you see any other training videos? Um, I mean, besides Valtteri doing Race of Champions, which I think that's pretty cool. I know. And I'm surprised usually I'll see some of them doing like some carding and stuff, but I feel like this season they've been, this off season, they've been just kind of taking it easy, it seems, or not really showing us maybe. I feel like the one driver 
that I've seen just do so much in the off season is Charles. Like he's oh, yeah. been just doing everything. I mean, he was in Marinello, uh, I think a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. driving the, the Ferraris. And then, you know, like you said, he was up in the mountains. And so I just feel like I've seen constant updates. Yeah. He's keeping uh, busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So our next story is actually involving Audi and Sauber. And I thought I would bring it up just to give you all a little bit more information on that partnership, because I really wasn't sure what it meant to us, like being Formula One fans, how we were going to see Audi show up in the races. And I found this article to be super interesting. So the headline is, Audi buys minority stake in Sauber ahead of 2026 Formula One entry. Audi is expected to make its long-awaited entry into Formula One in 2026 and will be Sauber's strategic partner. The Swiss constructor's current deal with Alfa Romeo is up at the end of the 2023 season, and it will use Ferrari power units in 2024 and 2025. So what does that mean? I was like reading this headline, and I really was not sure. I was like, is Audi starting a whole team? No, they're not. So. Sauber and Alfa Romeo are currently together partnered in Formula One as the Alfa Romeo team. They are going to end their partnership with Alfa Romeo in 2023, 2024, and 2025. I guess, let me know if I'm wrong, they'll be Sauber with Ferrari engines. Mm -hmm. And then 2026, Audi takes over. And I believe the team name will be Audi. And will Sauber still be part of it? Yes. Okay. So So, Audi Sauber. Yeah. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure what they're going to name it, what the actual name is. Y'all tell us if you know Mm -hmm. on Instagram, on, you know, shoot us an email, let us know. Um, But this had me sort of thinking about, you know, all the team principal changes that happened in the last year. And just in the off season. So, okay. So originally the Alfa Romeo team principal was, is it, I, I always feel like I butcher his name, but Vassur? Yes. Vassur. Mm -hmm. Fred. Yeah. I think it's Fred Vassur. Vassur. Mm -hmm. Fred Vassur, who is now the team principal of Ferrari. So taking his place on the Alfa Romeo team was going to be Andreas Seidel. I don't know if I'm butchering his name. I'm just the worst with these. <laughs> That's right. But uh, but he replaced Vasur as Sauber's chief executive. And turns out that now they have hired the new principal, Aluni Bravi. I think his first name is Alessandro. Let me look it up. Alessandro Aluni Bravi. So he is going to be, I guess, taking over for Seidel until they have the Audi changeover. So I'm, but also I'm not sure, like, tell me, because it says he's chief executive, Seidel. Mm -hmm. And then it says Aluni Bravi is going to be in a leadership role right underneath him. So is he team principal once Audi comes? into the picture I don't know it's kind of like they don't want to commit to having a t- like 
a, you know, a final say right now, a team principal, and then had saying, oh, no, you're out. We're going to change it up. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's just, what it kind of seems like to me. Yeah. And just to recap, Seidel was working with McLaren prior to moving over to Alfa Romeo. Mm-hmm. So it's all a big, twisty, turvy story that I'm interested in. I'm trying to learn more about it. We won't really know, I don't think, the true dynamics of the Audi Sauber new team until closer to then. Yeah. But I just found it interesting to bring up that, you know, they did they did buy a, a minority state. Mm-hmm. So they will be collaborating with them in twenty twenty six. Yeah. And it's interesting the way they're doing it. Um, I feel like, you know, we already know about it and there's still quite a bit of time till it's you know, the team is, you know, officially um, like Sauber or Audi Sauber, right? Mm-hmm. Um, usually it's like, okay, um, it's happening, right? But now we have like little by little, like I feel like it's going into baby steps, like it's slowly yeah. getting us into it instead of just how it usually is. Like, okay, there's this change, you know. Yeah, and what's going to happen to yeah. what's going to happen to Alfa Romeo and and just the team in general as they mm-hmm. go through all these transitions in the next four yeah. years. It's it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, because usually they just end up keeping everybody. They just change the name um, or, you know, the majority of them, obviously, the top guys get switched around. But I feel like mm-hmm. this is coming in baby steps. So I feel like there's going to be a lot more changes than what we would normally see when a new team comes in. So right, definitely right. need to keep our eye on all of these things happening with that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, speaking of new teams and new partnerships, I also heard about Ford and Red Bull. Ford wanting to be an engine provider for Red Bull, which I think is really interesting, especially with the popularity that F1 has now in the U.S. I think with Ford in there, that would be like bring in a lot of fans now. And, you know, Red Bull already like such a, a great name in Formula One. I think yeah. that's going to be really great for the U.S. audience if that really happens. I think that would be really interesting, especially with Ford. I mean, I feel like Ford has a big fan base. Yeah, they do, especially here in the U.S. But it'll, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that, where that, where all of those talks mm-hmm. lead to. Do you know? Is it? It's not certain yet. It's just that they reached out and they wanted to inquire about it, or. Okay, so they're saying that there's been talks and that there's probably a deal already that has happened and they're expecting the announcement any at any moment. And um, that Ford is also sending a lot of content creators and of influencers to the Red Bull launch. So they could be announcing something during um, for the launch. So dang, where's my yeah. invite? Yeah, <laughs> we're available. <laughs> yeah, Ford, so, invite us. So see, and that's another thing. Like usually, things like that happened behind the scenes. You don't hear anything about it, and then boom, like it's happening. So it's interesting the way Sauber is doing it, little by little, that like letting everybody know what's going on until it's official in 2026. So um, yeah, yeah, so we, we keep an eye on the Red Bull launch, see what happens. With four. Yeah, that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. And then in other news, we have some for this year, we have some horsepower updates from Ferrari and Mercedes. 
So this is just a rumor, of course, um, but apparently Ferrari has found, they have said that they have found 30 horsepower extra and Mercedes 15. However, I did see um, just the other day that Ferrari is kind of dismissing that rumor, saying, you know, that's that's a joke, whatever. But they did admit to having found an extra 0.2 seconds a lap by fixing an ERSH issue that had caused them to lose that time last year after Baku. So is this another case of just the Tafosi possibly getting excited again for the <laughs> for the upcoming season? Should they believe all this or just kind of wait it out and see? What do you they think? They surely do love to pump smoke. Right. And I feel what like is that? What's it's the always saying? Ferrari, it's like, right. It's always yeah, Ferrari saying, blow smoke. They love to blow smoke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that as Toto Wolf says, we will take it to the track. Right. And see what happens. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I did read somewhere that even Carlos Sainz was like, oh, we're definitely going to, you know, be able to compete against Red Bull this, this next season. I'm not worried about it at all. So <laughs> that's a, those are big words. Um, yeah. So <laughs> hopefully yeah, they know are. something that, <laughs> that um, we all don't I, know because. Yeah. And I did read something in the news recently regarding Mercedes. I know you had said that they had picked up hopefully some horsepower. Mm-hmm. I have been hearing little tricklings here and there that Mercedes could be having some internal little bit of internal drama because they had their because they had bowls is it bowls or vowels see we're learning something new every day i know right (laughs) oh is it bowls or vowels moved to williams and with him of course you know he was a he was a very intricate part of the mercedes team for so long i think he worked with them for 10 years and so him moving to Williams has apparently, rumor has it, caused a lot of internal little dramas here and there because he's been taking some people with him. Oh. I don't know if that's true or not. Mm-hmm. So Lynette or yeah. anyone on our- That'll be uh, interesting to see, especially Mercedes is always such a you know well-oiled machine. Everything's running smoothly. Everybody's getting along, you know. Um, yeah, there was never any issues with that. So it'll be interesting to see how something like that will affect the team as a whole, you know? Yeah. Not just the team, but Lewis. I yeah. mean, he was very close apparently with, with this specific person and they had a great relationship. So it'll be interesting to see moving forward, you know, who he brings to Williams mm-hmm. and the effect that it has on Mercedes. I don't know. I think they both could be blowing a little smoke right now. Yeah. <laughs> just to just to build themselves up a bit before before preseason starts, but we'll see. It wouldn't be the off season without these types of <laughs> rumors going around, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So I thought we could do something a little fun. Are we done with the news for the day? I think we are. Okay. <laughs> are you ready? I'm ready. What do you have for us? I found a personality test on or on f1.com and if anyone else is interested we'll leave the link for y'all in our instagram so go to our instagram igaf1 podcast and follow us 
We would love that. Also, please rate and subscribe. We would love, love, love to hear your thoughts and opinions on our podcast, only if they're good. No, yeah. <laughs> and we're always <laughs> no, open really. to any ideas on what to, we can talk about and covers and, you know, what any news coming out. So feel yes. free to let us know um, what you'd like to hear. Absolutely. So I am sending Lynette this fun little quiz and we are going to take the quiz and we're going to tell y'all who our personalities are. This does not mean that this person that I get is my favorite driver. Okay, Lynette? (laughs) (laughs) Let's make that clear right now, just in case. (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right. Do you want to read out the questions? Yes. Sure, we can do that. Mm -hmm. And then those listening can play along too. Yes. Which of these personalities would you support in F1? Proven winner, the young hotshot, the veteran racer, or talent waiting to be unleashed? Should we say what we answer or just like answer and move on? I say uh, just answer and move on. Okay. That way, you know, we don't affect Give anybody's. Away yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We don't want to sway anyone's decision on, yeah. on this. Okay. So what kind of helmet design would you prefer? Gold, I'm the best. Fluorescent colors, I want to be seen. (laughs) Team colors, representing the squad. Or flag colors, representing my country. Lynette, I think I know which one. Gosh, I know. (laughs) I won't say, but I think I know. What's your ideal meal? Nothing beats my parents cooking. The vegan or vegetarian option for me. I'll eat anything and everything, not picky. Or make it spicy. (laughs) <laughs> um, I feel like there needs to be another option here. <laughs> I know, right? Can, is uh, there a green? Is there a green juice somewhere in there for me? <laughs> I'm not a vegetarian. Which of these best describes you? The underdog, winning at all costs, plucky and bold. What's plucky and bold? <laughs> plucky. What is plucky? I know. <laughs> wise and patient. I feel like we need to do a a video of this for Instagram and then answer it there. Yes, we will. (laughs) Wait, no. (laughs) We'll pick which which ones. (laughs) Okay. What's your ideal Friday night? Pump some iron, hit the town, play some video games, or stay in and do something creative. I don't know. You you already picked. Yeah, I already picked. Dang it. Um, okay. What's your favorite type of circuit? Street tracks, old school circuits, brand new circuits, or wherever my home circuit is? Okay, next. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite or what? Okay, sorry. What's your taste in music? Radio silence, please. <laughs> Classic rock, hip hop, or pop? What would you wear to a Grand Prix? Team gear, designer threads, smart casual, whatever's comfiest. Which of these F1 cars would you take out on track? And the options are McLaren MP4, i4, or Ferrari 312T. Is that right? 
or Lotus 25 or Williams FW19. Last question, where would you like to live? Swish Monaco apartment, massive countryside mansion, beachside villa, or surrounded by nature? Okay. I mean, I'm obviously Swish Monaco apartment. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. What did you get? <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you get? Okay. I got Alex Albon and it says proven point score with a couple of podiums under his belt. Now playing, now plying his trade for Williams. Thailand's second F1 driver with a big heart, big talent and bold choice of hair dye. <laughs> bold choice of yes. hair dye. <laughs> Lynette, does this mean you need to dye your hair blonde? I know. <laughs> you know, he's platinum again. Yes. And that's a picture that it has for him. But actually, I have had my hair a bunch of different colors, so. (laughs) Oh, you have? I have. Interesting. Not really blonde. Uh, I did have blonde-ish once, and that just didn't really work out very well. But (laughs) I have had, like, pink and purple streaks and, um, like, like that dark reddish hair. Oh, my gosh. We totally would have been friends in high school (laughs) because – I was like the I was the total like emo punk rock girl. Yeah. Like I would just like <laughs> show up me. with my yeah. I had like my bottle cap belt mm. and I had like my Dickies and my Chuck Taylors. Like oh yeah, yeah. We would yeah. Been I even dyed my hair like the blue black. You know like oh my gosh, true black. So that was the one thing I couldn't do. I actually I had this little piece, this hair piece that I clipped in that was like a little red or a little green. Like. <laughs> Come out the back. Yeah. That probably would have just been a better idea to do instead of like <laughs> and and the thing is I would do it on my own too. I would like bleach the streaks, dye the, you know, the you strands. You did it on yeah. your own. Yeah. Oh, see, I would do I would <laughs> do the box. I did the box color on my mm-hmm. own. I would go like full black, like jet black. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. And I cut my own bangs. Oh yeah, I've done that too. <laughs> Such a tragedy. I look back at these old photos and I'm like, oh God. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. I got, I got Charles Leclerc. Oh. <laughs> uh, so it's the Monaco mansion. <laughs> right. I think it was, I was like, swish Monaco mansion. Duh. <laughs> uh, Ferrari's Monegasque star who will surely be gunning for the title this season. And he drove a Ferrari 312T until the wheels came off. Monaco isn't his favorite hunting ground just yet. <laughs> uh, I feel like with that, Monaco, I should have gotten a like a max or something. <laughs> but <laughs> um, okay, so that was the quiz. And what do you think about the results? Um Alex know. is pretty dang cool. Yeah. <laughs> if I could be anyone, I would probably want to be Alex. I feel like he's the most popular driver. Mm-hmm. Out of I actually all of the just drivers. saw a video um about him this weekend on YouTube and it was, I think from GQ sports and it was talking about the 10, um, like his 10 most important items or something like that. Um, his 10 most important. Yeah. Like they do in like, it's like a little series they do with different athletes. Yeah. And so it was like 10 items that like he either always has with, with him or that are really important. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you should go check it out. I think they have Lando and Ricardo also. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. I may I may go GQ check that sport. out. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, that's all we have for today, although we did want to update y'all for the next episode. 
what our plans are, Lynette. So we have the car launches coming up, so we'll definitely be talking about that. Um, the first one is actually on the 31st, so it should be tomorrow. To, yeah, or today, if you're listening on the day oh, yeah. uploaded. <laughs> yes. And it's going to be Haas, so um, we'll see how what they come up with with their car. Um, what are who, who are you excited to see? What car launch? Ooh. That's tough. I think McLaren. Okay. I'm, I'm excited. I'm interested in seeing Red Bull because they posted a picture of just like a white car, right? I don't know if you saw it, it said like a blank no. canvas. And the thing with them is every year, I mean, the car looks basically exactly the same for like, I don't know how many years now. So I wonder if they're finally going to do something different or they're just like messing with us I'm like just kidding it looks exactly the same <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I didn't realize that yeah that would be interesting mm -hmm. every time every every launch it's like what where's the difference I don't see it but so we'll yeah. see it's maybe like the they're gonna joke. give us yeah maybe they're gonna give us something different this year um well I think I, I'm interested in McLaren just because I feel like they always take the most risk when it comes to the just the color schemes mm -hmm. and all of that. Changing I feel like up, they're, yeah. yeah, like their car's always so fun. So definitely interested to see theirs. And yeah, so other than that, we wanted to let you guys know that we will be doing our recap episodes of Drive to Survive. The episodes come out February 24th, I believe, Lynette. Is that correct? Yes. 20... So we're going to... 3rd or 24th? One of those. Oh. February 24th. Okay. Yeah. So we will do two ep two different episodes of I Give a F1 just to let you guys know. We're going to do the first half of Drive to Survive and then we'll recap the second half of Drive to Survive mm -hmm. just so that it's not so much Drive to Survive in one episode and we would hope that we could talk about other things as well. Yeah. So And it's also not too many episodes talking about that. Yes. Since the season will be starting not much long after that. So, yes. But next episode in two weeks, we will, we will be doing all of the reviews of the car launches. Mm -hmm. But after that, we'll be focusing on Drive to Survive in preseason. So, yay. Yeah. I can't believe it's already almost <laughs> I know, here. Things are moving along. I know. I know. Well, and just one more thing before we sign off for the day, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening. We so appreciate all of our listeners, and we need to come up with a, a fun name for our listeners. Um, we do. I don't know. Well, let's let's think of some options, and then maybe we can do like a fun little vote or something. Yeah, but, we'll have a poll. Yeah, that'd be, be fun. Um, but we just so appreciate y'all. If you could please rate and subscribe us, we really, really would so appreciate it. Please follow us on Instagram, IGAF1 Podcast. And we are also on Twitter and TikTok. So please, please, please follow us. And we can't wait to see you in two weeks. Bye. Thanks, Lynette. <laughs> Bye. Bye.